This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Wallace, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he's scored! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Wallace can do. One by Stephen Fletcher, back towards Adam Rich! listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. A comfortable 3-0 win in the end over Shrewsbury as our destiny was confirmed. Playoffs it is and another possible trip to Wembley stands between us and the Championship. Hello and welcome to Wednesday Till I Die podcast. I'm James Mappin and with me to discuss the win at Montgomery Waters Meadow Stadium is Liam Russell and Jack Gagan. Uh, for once this week, I was the only one that were there, you absolute part-timers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no other thing to say other than that, is there really? Um, yeah, I mean, Liam, how are you and Paul, you all right? Yeah, sound, mate, sound, how are you? Yeah, all uh, all good. Good, uh, good trip. Yeah, it was uh, It was all right. We, it was like, sun was shining on the way down, get to like, literally, this, like as if, you know, equivalent of Penniston Road. And the heavens absolutely opened. It absolutely bucketed it down. Um, we haven't even brought Jack, Jack and have we yet? Jack, how are you, pal? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you. I'm good. Yeah. I, thought, I thought I was going to be a lot more hungover than I am. Yeah. But... When you when you texted about, what was it, three o'clock? I'm so fucking pissed, it said. <laughs> <laughs> and by pissed, it wasn't, you know, pissed off. No, I was, uh, I went for a, uh, it was my friend's wedding anniversary. So we had a, a one of them bottomless brunches in Leeds and, oh God. Yeah, steaming. Yeah. Oh, we gave the ball a good kick yesterday, <laughs> and uh, and then when we were, I was in a beer garden outside, and I was like, I'm just going to go to Lou, and as you do, go to Lou, have a look on your phone, seeing what's going on, and it just came through. Still on foot podcast at ten tomorrow, and I went, oh no, so I got two shots, took one to Holly, and I went, have that. So I've got some bad news. I'm going to have to be at Liam's for ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but you're here, but I'm here, and I actually feel all right. I think that's a beauty of day drinking in it. Half of it leaves your system as you kind of. 
yeah, still going and <laughs> stuff. So, do you know, with day drinking, it's one of them ones where you know you, you go outside and normally you're pissed, it's dark in it. Yeah, and you go outside and people are just doing the shopping at Alder, and you're like, fucking it. Oh, Not that I get pissed in Alder. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that was just Blaze fans last night, wasn't it? Hey, talk about Alder. When you're going down into it's Shrewsbury ground, like it's weird. And obviously, you've been to you know a lot of away uh, games this season. Obviously, I don't get to good many. Um, but obviously, you know, you, you kind of, we're spoiled a little bit, aren't we, with Hillsborough? We are big it is. So as you're driving down, it's like, you know, your destination is on your left. And you're looking, you're thinking, is yeah, that- it actually <laughs> is an Alder. And you're like, where's the fucking ground? And it's actually just took took behind. So, I mean, cheap beers, isn't it? You know, you can get, get, get an Aldi before a game or what oh, have yeah. you. Um, but yeah, parked in this in this, in this boozer. It's a tenner to park. A tenner? A tenner, yeah. The thing oh, is, they're cashing in. Tell me about it, yeah. The car park were heaving and all. But, it's one of them ones, isn't it, where, uh, you know, for Wednesday games, you know where to park, don't you? You know, you're not going to pay a tenner every week. Well, some people might, but I'm certainly not. You know, you find a little alleyway to park in or you park in the same place every week and nice little stroll. Whereas at away games, you're just like, where can I park where it's ground? Do you know what yeah. I mean? You just dump it and what have you. We've been quite lucky, haven't we, when we've done ours? We've managed to always find yeah some kind of side street. I mean, you sometimes think, I don't know if my car's going to still be here when I get I mean, back. But... T- to be honest, if the weather would have still been sunny, I think yeah, I'd have probably just, you know, we probably would have found somewhere. But this this booze is literally down the road, roundabout, and it's just at the other side of this roundabout. So we're like, yeah, just let's just park it in there. Like, I mean, we did we did try and park it in like the main car park at the ground. <laughs> My alcohol. It said permit holders only. We're like, well, I'll chance it. And he was like, excuse me, lads. Like, oh, yeah, uh, just parking in here. No, wait, where's your pass? Oh, so, oh sorry. Can you not park it here? <laughs> no, mate. Shall see you Yeah, exactly. It, I knew it was never going to work, but anyway. Mate, so then I, I got a lovely setup yesterday. I've gone up to watch the cricket at Hallam, somewhere out. Got me I, Got my iPad ready. Oh, for game. I've gone to, game, yeah. yeah, I've got my headphones in. I'm <laughs> there, I'm ready. Thinking, right, here we go. Cricket on in background, watch the football on my iPad. Went to, went to the bar, got myself farmer's blonde. Oh, Here no. we go. Then what happened? Fucking Evans opened. <laughs> <laughs> I got about 15 minutes of that game and then absolutely pissing it down. Yeah, that's what I got caught in as well. Literally, game. they went in. I got it on. I got in clubhouse. I got it on iPad on the table while everyone's getting the snap. <laughs> Give it about 10 minutes. Umpires come over like, yeah, may as well call this off, haven't we? Oh, <laughs> so I watched, well, I managed to watch about 25 half an hour at first half. Then I'm like, right, home for the second half. Yeah. I didn't radio. <laughs> yeah, it would. I mean, we'll also talk, talk about it in a, in a sec. Well, first of all, we'll talk about, well, 93 points. Not good enough, is it? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I'd be saying them words. You know what I mean, like, if you'd have said at the start of the season, like, not tell you where you'd finished, but ninety-three points with a game to go, you'd have a twenty-three game unbeaten run. You'd is it is it the most away wins that we've ever had? Most or, clean sheets. So, yeah, most obviously most clean sheets as well. Breaking that another record. If you oh, said picked up more, well, obviously we're away wins, but only Burnley have picked up more points away from home than Wednesday. Yeah, if you'd have said all that, you'd have, you'd have gone. Christ, they're good. <laughs> well, you just think <laughs> they well, must be the best League One team ever. You think that's probably champions. You you'd be like, well, it's definitely getting your promotion. That isn't it. Do you know what I mean? You look you look back. I think we are actually the the team that's got the most points to not go up automatically ever as well. Sheffield United 
had 90 when we went up in 2012. I think Wigan had 91, 91 in 91, the 80s. Yeah. I think someone else said Sunderland had quite a bit. Well, anyway, if it's not if it's not ever, it's there's not many other teams that have had more points and not got automatically promoted, which I'm, I'm not looking for sympathy. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> you know, you look Mate, at it. It's just it's one of them, isn't it? I mean, two teams could finish on 100 or more, couldn't they? Yeah. And, it's, it's some finish and they've both got they? fairly easy games, haven't they, next? I think one's got Cambridge and other one's... Port Vale, aren't they? Port Vale away. Port Vale yeah. and Fleetwood, it is, Well, Port Vale, Fleetwood, yeah. No, I say Cambridge, but yeah, like, they're not exactly difficult games, are they? They're not against Derby or... <laughs> no, we've got them, haven't we? But yeah, it's just it's just mental. It, and it is, no one ever says it's the Wednesday way. It's, this is a typical Wednesday thing to happen, isn't it? It's funny First because... First best ever season. It's funny because as much as everyone's going, people got carried away this time over. Obviously, when you when we were there at Charlton or whatever, the what you know, you were always saying, "We're gonna get fucking ninety. Watch us get ninety five points and not go." Up. <laughs> I know. And like, it's from this point, because obviously, as much as we were singing it, it's all part of it, and it? it's all part of the uh, part of the fun and part of football. Um, but there was always that, like you say, there's always that Wednesday way, that little thing, and people were joking then, going, "Watch us get." 90 odd points plus and, and not go up and here we yeah. are. <laughs> you say about enjoying it, having fun and what have you. Well, Ipswich fans and United fans and whoever other fans have been digging some tweets out, I find it quite sad really that United fans have dug a tweet out from, I don't know, when did Eckingbottom become their manager? 2021? Two? Like, it was quite a while ago, weren't it? Yeah. Weren't exactly six months ago. <laughs> 2021, weren't it? I, I tweeted Agent Hecke, obviously wearing Wednesday kit. And uh, yeah, that it's, it's funny. One person finds it and tweets it, and then everyone else jumps on bandwagon. Ah, well. Ipswich fans have been digging out of that one. You know, when they were right <laughs> the foggy, foggy one, yeah. right foggy at Oxford. Um, well, I thought they'd have found the one where that one with wheels off tracks. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've not found that one yet. Have they? <laughs> they, they, they some of them are listening to this. Still, yeah. right, is that one, lads? With wheels off tracks. Yeah, go so. find that go one. on, dig us out. Quotes, quotes. We good for our engagement. Do it again. <laughs> well, that's why. That's why I fucking left yesterday as well because I thought, oh, I could stick it out till half time. We on iPad, but my mate Snell, Ipswich fan, oh, he yeah. was playing cricket, and obviously they come off, and he's going, "Oh, it's three. Oh, it's four. And I'm going, Oh, it's Lungo. It's assist. Oh, it's hairstyle for fuck's sake. <laughs> you have to laugh or else you'll cry, won't you, to be fair, when you when you look at it. But um Mate, fair play to him. Mate, football's like that, but I'm fairly sure we could go through if I could be bothered and my life weren't sad. I could go through Ipswich Twitter probably three months ago when they had that thing and they all wanted McKenna sacked. Oh yeah, sack him, sack him, sack him, get rid. Like, do you know on that? Do you know when you look at it? I think one of Ipswich fans actually said that if Michael Smith would have scored that goal to make it three 0 at Portman Road, that could have been a turning point. Not only for us, obviously we carried on. We we still carried on and, and had a good run after that. But for them, yeah. because that you know they're not coming back from three 0 down. No. And then that's when they kind of went on that run. I think that kind of galvanised them. Were we were we top or we were we we're up there, weren't we? I don't think we were actually Might top of the league. Second, yeah, but for that, that like for them to have got points off someone that's you know a rival when it looked like it was going to be a defeat and everything, and it's all it's all turned round. And yeah, that that is. I think we for a long time we were the last team to have actually scored a goal against them. They went, you know, they kept so many clean sheets after that game and everything. So. Yeah, Michael Smith, you wanker. <laughs> <laughs>
Only joking, mate. You got that trick. You redeemed yourself. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, let, let's talk about the, the starting lineup then. Um, actually, there were a bit of gallows humour in the stands as well um, yesterday, singing uh, "Top of the League" and we fucked it up. Can you imagine what fans, like the players, would be thinking when they sing it? Because it, were, it, it weren't just I like. Think, do you know what? Two. I think they prefer that than booing. Yeah, because. It's like hard, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, I suppose it's, it's true, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's it is what it is, and it's it's like I say. I think it's it's support as much as it, it's it's tongue in cheek support, isn't it? It's yeah. not like you're there going, "Fucking, well, no, you can wear, you should wear a shirt again, and oh, fucking this, that, and other." Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think it, I think it must be, you know, I think they've got to laugh at it as much as. Yeah, the, well, it is true. But... K, K, Sarah, Sarah, we're ringing out as well. You know, we're going to Wembley and this time other. So, fingers crossed, we are end of day. There also there was this. I put the picture of the chat, and I, Mister Wednesday, were there yesterday. There's a, a guy. If you were there yesterday, you'd have seen him. He's got a shirt on that's. He's obviously had it custom made or whatever. We all Wednesday badges on it, all over like the the new Wednesday badge, and it's got Sheffield Wednesday. It's white. We all blue all over. He's got matching shorts as well with the same oh, pattern. Lovely. Not only that, he's also got the trainers with Wednesday badges on. He he was just absolute peak, Mister Wednesday. Mother. I didn't see that. I must have missed that. Did you see the picture? No, no, no. That's what I mean, I'll, I'll put it in the uh, in the WhatsApp group as well. You'll have a. Have a look and have a have a giggle. Obviously, enjoyed himself. Didn't, didn't see many, if any, fancy dress. Though normally, last away games fancy dress in it, but yeah, didn't see strange one. Few people said uh, not going fancy dress, but the way I dress, it, it, it might look like. Uh, <laughs> anyway, right. Let's let's talk about the starting lineup. Uh, two changes: um, Brown and Flint both dropped to the bench. Dennis Adenarin and Michael Hequa came back in. Hequa, that's his first start since. Mansfield in the FA Cup, which was October, I think it was. I know he had 10 minutes against Exeter, but that's his first start since then. So it was Dawson in goal. I offer a Hequa and Palmer. Palmer was on the left, playing left centre half uh, rather than on the right. Uh, Johnson and then Denneran as your wing backs. Volks, Bannon and Pato in the tent, and then Smith and Gregory uh, leading the line up top. But Jack, what do you think of that, that line up? Like I said, Hequa's first start. For quite some time. Um, good, good to see him, him back. Yeah, yeah, really good to see him back, wasn't it? I think um, it's something, I think, for the last few weeks, haven't we? we've all been saying defence looks really shaky. And I think Hecker's been, like I say, pretty solid all season, but reality is he's the only played half of it. But even if that, um, but, you know, I thought he, I think in the, ta- the games he played, if it was 20 odd games where he got injured, I think he only had one wobbly game against Bristol Rovers but the rest of the time he was yeah he was I remember really we were good. saying weren't we at the time it was like one of them that we weren't speaking about him a lot he just got on with it then he did his job good or bad under the radar if that makes sense just yeah. he's been consistent yeah yeah you don't want to be talking yeah, about one, defenders too much yeah that one wobble didn't he Bristol yeah, yeah, Rovers saying, yeah, yeah. when he played in the middle I mean he did play in the middle <laughs> this time so it's kind of like that's you know. what I was thinking because it was like I think a lot of reaction might have been oh bloody hell dropping Flint oh but Flint's been poor I think, I think Flint's been dropped been, it's not been great games, has you know? it I mean you know he's, he's not been dog shit you know what I mean no but he's just not been doing his usual I thought Flint in the last few weeks was steady but again 
just was having laps of concentration. Yeah. For no, uh, uh, really costly which time. Isn't which isn't what he was doing for the first... Exactly, whereas before he was just... And, four and as well, if, if you think Darren Moore's, you know, he's been dropping players that have been making mistakes or consistent mistakes. And if you look at it really, Flynn, you know, he made one against Burton. That, that, that he should have, should have dealt with that one. The goal against Exeter, again, we've got to blame some blame at his yeah. door for that one. So if Darren Moore's going to be consistent, sort of players come in that can you know can replace him and i mean not only that i think it's also getting minutes in echo's legs and yeah. and also resting flint as well because obviously yeah. we do know you know he's over 30 and so you've got to yeah you're going to protect him a bit but yeah really good to see him back exactly like and that was that, that was the thing i was going to say the only, my only thing was oh bloody hell when we played bristol had a bit of a wobbly middle but there we are yeah i mean a dinner room for brown i think that's pretty uh pretty straightforward um but what what did you think to that that lineup, Liam? Like, and obviously Windass on the bench. I think that was the other kind of yeah, big news. Yeah, yeah. Um, the bench looks a bit more solid, didn't it? Um, but yeah, I was happy with the lineup, mate. Happy with it. Um, like you say, happy to see Hecqua back. What? And yeah. What were you feeling going into the game? Because it were, it were weird, weren't it? Because it were we needed to win to keep any sort of hopes alive. Ipswich at Exeter. Obviously, we know Exeter have got hardly any players. We played them just last week. <laughs> And then Plymouth, had, they were at home. They're dominant at home, aren't they? They've got that absolutely ridiculous form. They were playing Bert to do pretty much a dead rubber, weren't it, for them? So, yeah, what we what we feeling is going into the game, just get three points and yeah, move on. Yeah, yeah. Well, like we said before, I wanted a strong performance, uh, build momentum, because obviously, you know, realistically, we're building for the playoffs, aren't we? Yeah. Barring a miracle. So, <clears throat> just, yeah, build on what we'd you know, the last few results and what have you and get some, get some consistency and whatever else. Cause like I say, it's, we've not had as much as obviously Windass and Byers have been missing for so long. There's been other little injuries in there and we've not had a, really a consistent team. And like when we said in the run, it, it doesn't really matter if you're making one or two changes because the majority of the, of the rest stays the same. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's not even like the players coming in have been coming back from injury. So it's not even like they've been trading with him for, the, the whole thing and the coming in as fringe players or squad players that have been there the whole time they were coming back as well so it's you know you've got to get you've got to get them back used to the shape and the everything and all that bollocks and yeah so yeah just build build on what, the last few results and and what have you so that's all i wanted to say what did you think of performance though liam overall yesterday ah, mate, so I, a 3-0 win um, i thought it was sound i, I thought it was I had no complaints to be honest with you. I mean, I said it at half time. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we went in one nil, and it just had the hallmarks of all the other games where we're one nil up. I think we had a few chances, but for me again, we just. I know obviously the other team aren't just going to roll over, and we're not you know entitled and anything like that. But I just felt again we we got that early goal, and we just let the other team kind of come back at us a little bit. We just kind of lost his way. Um, I know you said you kind of missed that bit before the before the second half and there were quite you know quite a bit of pressure from yeah i had it on the radio i think break. i don't know i obviously like i say i didn't i didn't see the last 10 minutes of the the of first, the first half, half yeah. i had it i was listening to it so maybe you don't get as much obviously you don't see it <laughs> you, yeah you relied on somebody else to tell you what's happening but it didn't feel like to me that there was a lot of i think i think with shoes where they they got in some good positions they did 
the final decision and the final end product just weren't there. Bad decision making, I think. Yeah, they had a few chances where you know perhaps could have had a shot and they tried one extra, you know, one extra pass too many. I, th- I thought I thought we defended quite well. You know, there were um, a few clearances. Obviously, no, not no blocks off the line, but block shots and stuff like that. Where there were a few way destined from to score. I think that was in that period just before the second half, and we kind of rode his look a little bit. Having said that, you know, yeah, you have to you have to put your put your neck on the line, don't you, and kind of die for those three points. Yeah, as people I think, well, say. the thing is, and. <laughs> Dropping myself in it again here. But the first half, I had... First half, I had Radio Sheffield commentary. The second half, I had the Plymouth. <laughs> the right. Plymouth commentary. Plymouth? Um, at Plymouth. Where did that come from? Shrewsbury. Any road. You know what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I had their commentary. And they said at the end of the game, he said that... He's like, they defended really well. And he said, that shape, they defended as a team and all this, which is what we said. Yeah. Well, I've definitely said it when we were playing well. Yeah. And maybe that's what we've missed. It was like anything we did try, they just quashed it. They didn't let us get there. And they were just defending as a team. Yeah. Um, for, for for me, I think in that first half, obviously we're playing out from the back, which, yeah, I've got no worries about. I mean, <laughs> the goal actually comes from us playing out from the back, doesn't it? And uh, nearly losing it, you know, past the folks that, yeah, like yes, the second touch is a tackle and what have you, but, I've, I've no problems with playing out from the back. It just, I felt like Johnson, Palmer, Johnson were where Palmer should have been and Johnson should have been a lot further up the pitch. I don't know whether that were them kind of pinning us back a little bit, but I feel like when you, we're playing as a five, passing it across the back, and then when you're doing that, you know, you've only got, you've got the midfield three to, to aim for and then you've only got your two strikers, but you've got no width. And then when, you know, Bannon's dropping deep and Pato's almost like a third striker, then you're then you're looking for Volks who invariably tries to drop deep as well. I felt like we couldn't gain any, we couldn't get forward. Pato were dropping in a, a, a bit, but then when he was picking it up, his next pass were backwards. You know, to have a, a Denerin who again, Jimmy, you know I mean? we were. I feel like there were times this season where when we've been, you know, playing a back five, especially when Palmer's been a wing back, he's been so far forward. He's almost been like, you know, up with. Windass, Gregory, or Smith, or whoever's been up, up front at the time, and that meant in the, in the you know the right or left centre off were really wide, and then you had whoever McGuinness or whoever it was in the in the middle. I just felt like we, I said, I don't know whether we were them pinning us back, but we were, we were playing really deep, and we just couldn't really get forward. Having said that, obviously we came out in the second half, and I thought the second half were totally different in terms of the way that we were playing. I thought we just controlled the game. Obviously, kicking towards the fans as well. Yeah, and that's... They've, they've, they've very, very, you know, they had one chance to hit the bar. Uh, apart from that, they didn't really, really fail nah. us, to be honest. Well, you know, and it was a shot on the edge of the box, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, one of them, in it, where <clears throat> as much as... I mean, there was someone in front of him and whatever else, but if that goes in, you go, well, fair enough, don't you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Jack, Michael Smith's first goal. Wow. What a finish. Just what a goal. I know you talk about, like, Volk's... Second touch tackle, but it's a good. It's what he's good at though, when it Volks. Do you know what I mean? What one thing I do love about Volks is he could be. We talk about fifty fifties and stuff. He's hundred and twenty percent into a ten ninety, not in his favour. Like yeah. he'll fly into that, and yeah. and I, I think Volks has been a real unsung hero of. And I, I say hero as if you know we've got up or something. But I mean, but yeah, of this yeah. side, he does so much of the dirty work that like you don't see. He 
winds up opposition players. He's <laughs> yeah. very cheeky and good with the ref. Where he'll, he'll put a naughty tackle in, he'll put arm around ref and go, oh, sorry, and ref's kind of go, go on then, on yeah, your yeah. way. He's very clever. I mean, I think when we played Exeter, uh, yeah, Exeter last week, there was that one, weren't they, where they were kind of breaking away. And he just thought, nah, and just fucking swipes his legs out. Most blatant foul you'll see all day. Put his arms up, thumbs up to the ref, took his yellow and moved on. And he will take one for team. And again, another player, you know, some of the players we've had in midfield aren't going in for that tackle there. They're just yeah. going to go, oh, I've lost it. Put arms up because they don't want to foul him. Yeah. And they're in. He's straight in, bang. And then the football, it goes into Dom. He drives it forward. Brilliant little passage found into Gregory. Um, Bert Smith. Bert Smith, sorry, yeah. <coughs> who runs onto one, two, it, it. Slips it, Gregory. Backheels it back to Smith, who has one touch and just caresses it into the top corner. I mean, that it, borderline a goal, like something you see on bloody Pep's Barca, where they're yeah. knocking it around. It was unbelievable. And Joe, you know, from where I was sat as well, or stood, should I say, you don't sit at away games, do you? Um, I were on like front row, just at left at goal. <clears throat> so I had a perfect angle. And you see it, and you, you know, the whip and the bend that he had on it, and you know, the keeper. Well, keeper didn't even move, did he? Keeper just stood still and prayed. Well, yeah, he was hoping it was going wide, and just a fantastic finish. And we've talked a lot about finishing, haven't we? Not finishing your chances, yeah. and it's 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 a chance. I wouldn't say it's a you know an obvious chance. It's probably an half chance, isn't it? When you look at it, when it's from edge of the box, and yeah. he's just given the keeper absolutely nothing, and uh, and snuck it away. And that's what you want. When we were talking about, like I said not finishing chances. Put them away, like hit hit the target. Hit the target. That's the thing. That's what that's, I think. That's, that's what we've been missing. How many times? Not not even just hitting the target, but hit a corner, make the keeper dive, and if he saves it and he pulls pulls off a good save, you, you know, you just like you say, so fair enough. Like, but at times we've just I've overplayed it or just horrendous. Do you know what I mean? Blast it, trying to rip the net off, and we're launching it twenty rows behind goal and stuff. And but you do think, you know, for me, it were all like one two touch, weren't it? Yeah, it was everything. everything. Oh, the mate. tempo was back. It's something we've we've not seen for a while. The tempo of that goal was was brilliant. It was yeah, so quick and incisive. As much as we have got a lot of joy down the wings, when we have scored good goals, it's been like that, direct and through yeah, the middle. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, maybe that's is, is that we you know catching other teams off guard because we they're expecting us to, to, to go down the channels and what have you and all of a sudden so I've got to keep saying about mix it up a little bit all yeah. of a sudden we go through the middle it was panic and that's it movement up. you know Smith's pass and move he's, he's but passed that's, it but he's, that's he's, like we, we, you know when we're talking about passing it around at the back and stuff like that and waiting for something that's what you do it for there's yeah. a gap Dom's gone through it yeah and it's funny what can happen when someone shows for him when we're, people are that's what you need as well with Dom there <laughs> is for us to play how we want to play like that the team have got to be confident. Yeah. They've got to be brave when they see the gap. They've got to risk running it in. They might lose it and then we're out of position, but that's that's what people want to see and that's an effective way of playing. And it's tough to play like that when heads are down because yeah, people you don't back- want to be the one yeah. to lose it. To and, you've, get- and you want to back yourself that if you do lose it, which you're going to lose the ball. Like, Sometimes, you, yeah, you're not going to do it every time. If you if you back yourself and you back your defenders and everything to get back and, and win the ball back, then you're going to try them risks even yeah. more. If not, you're playing too safe and... And things like what we've been wrong, doing, we? but, but that, but that as well, that that goal, like we're saying about the defending in shape, the defending, like in the shape, that shows that everyone knew where people were going to be because, yeah. like you say, that Don passed it to Gregory, he's taken whatever back heeled it back uh, to Smith, sorry, to Gregory. It's all like you say, quick one touch. Yeah, that's people knowing where people are going to yeah, be. Yeah, how many times have, have you seen a little back here like that? I'm going to nobody and you're like, fucking hell. 
But this time it obviously came off, didn't it? It looked fantastic. And like I said, it were a, it were a great goal and just what we needed really, you know, if we were going to have any chance, you know, you didn't want it to get to 80 minutes and it's still been nil-nil and, you know, everyone start moaning and groaning. You wanted that early goal and it's, it's something that we've done time and time and time again, haven't we, this season, scoring that early goal and it, yeah, it was great to get that that goal. Obviously, I've, I've mentioned, um, you know, what I thought about the, the first half. Um, one thing I thought was going to probably happen, which didn't until very late, I thought Windass were going to get some more minutes. Jack, he came on at, what, 85 Nin- minutes? Like 90th minute, Nearly 90, yeah, I think we were getting stripped off and ready at 85, and then I would have started saying, kick it out, just kick the ball out. Get him on, and yeah. That, that was the moment where we just probably kept the ball for the longest that we'd ever had done in, in the game. But yeah, I'd, I thought, irrespective of what the score were going to be, win, lose, or draw, I probably wanted him to have at least, you know, at least half an hour. Yeah, I mean, we don't know how... I know he's been training, so they might have thought he might be fit to play and he might be good to go. He might be on painkillers. He might be on X, Y, and Z that we don't know. And they might say, we don't... If it's Let's play fair. Like When you've had an injury, in fairness, it's not like you've had an injury at the start of the season where you've just had the summer off and then you're not going to play for 10 weeks. He's played nearly every game up until his injury. Yeah. He's been able to get about on his injury. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he's been on crutches the whole time. He's been walking around and stuff. So he's obviously got that mobility there. His legs should be all right. It's not as if, like I say, he's not had knee surgery where he's had to kind of strengthen it all back up and whatnot. So they probably thought it's not worth yeah. the risk in and this I think one. In and that... Oh, go on, sorry. No, I was going to say, I, th- I think it, that substitution was simply a statement for everyone else. That was to let all the fans know he's good to go. It was to let all the other clubs know he's back and he's ready to play. They weren't bringing him on to do anything. It was sim- no. that was simply a statement. So, but as a fan base, if you don't, I was saying I was chatting to my mum this morning, and I was saying you look at that game yesterday, and yeah, results elsewhere didn't go where we needed. We needed a miracle, but in terms of going into a playoff campaign, you've just gone away from home, won three nil. You've got one of your centre halves back, played the full ninety, clean sheet, putting in a solid performance, and then you've just subbed on one of your main attackers who's been arguably your best player all season. Let's not forget how well the is the first team defender. Started, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He was brought in in the summer to play every centre-back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As, as a, the first team. It's not like it's a, no disrespect, but a Jaden Brown that's come back from injury. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's just going to fill a fill a gap on the bench. Michael Lehequa, if it would have played every game this season. You know what I, I mean? think I think the thing with Windass as well, what you got to remember is because there's a lot of people going, Oh, well, he came back in for playoffs last year and didn't do well. And yeah, I'm one, the of them. I'm one of them people that what, said that. What you've got to remember is last season he played twelve games. Some of them were off the bench. Yeah. And he came in, he had no he didn't cement his place in the in the team. He didn't He didn't he, have any form, did he? he, he I suppose. No, no, and he, but he didn't and he'd not played in a position, he'd not he'd not what's the kind of thing that I'm trying to say he'd not got his place in the team he'd not got his role he'd not got this and that yeah. this season he's played two different roles and be- played them both well yeah so as much as I get there for me it was more I didn't people were saying rest him rest him rest him then just use him when you need him I was more of the thing of like playing today oh yesterday sorry playing against Derby or at least feature do you know what yeah, I mean get yeah. some minutes so that when you're going into the game that you really need him he's not like he's not not ring rust yeah he's, he's had a few minutes he's had minutes he's had I think, he's had uh, a half or whatever to I think, I think 
I'd like, I would like to see him against Derby, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It would be half, play. half an hour. I think he'll play. Yeah, or 45 minutes Even or if whatever. he starts and comes off half-time. Like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't really... The game doesn't mean anything anymore. Um, we'll get on to whether we want to rest players or not now. Now we know his fate and stuff. But I just want to... You know, he just needs to get some match sharpness. I mean, for me, I always find it... I'm, like, I'm not a footballer. I always find it funny how... How does a game differ to what you do in training? Can't you can't you replicate it and stuff like that? Not in terms of like the um, the feelings and stuff, but surely if you're just talking about your legs and like your fitness, I think it's just not... the intensity in it. And in training, you're playing against players you know, and they're going to do things that you know they're going to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just think it's, it's a bit all, well, it's pr- pressure as well, isn't it? Like, yeah, you know, in training. You know, if you zip the ball into Windass and say Heck was behind him, you know Heck was. Well, I'd like to think he's not going to go straight foot back and he's slamming his. You know, he stood down back of your Achilles heel and pushing on you and stuff. And whatever. he's not going to do what Shea Dunkley were doing all game to Michael Smith and and Gregory. Yeah, he were all over him like a rash. To be fair, um, doing whatever, but but yeah, um, second goal, Michael Smith header, Jack ridiculous header and all, no right to score that header. It's behind him, isn't it? I mean, it's a, to be leaning the other way and kind of direct that back. But how many times have we said, edit back where you've come from? That's what you get told. And he did it and it went in. What a shock. But all the headers that he scored are so hard to score. <laughs> and all the ones he's missed, I would have scored. I don't understand it. Like That's where we've been going wrong. Bristol Rovers, <laughs> that one at home. That, yeah, that, that kind is. of like forward clip like, from Bayers where he's like helped it into the top corner. Ipswich away. Yeah. Missiled in. He's lofted it, glanced it straight over to the far corner. That one yesterday. Because the keeper, the keeper's going to the left, and obviously that's why he edit back where it's come from. Keeper's got to then re- readjust, momentum, and, he, yeah. and he can't move across in time, and the ball just kind of floats in. And yeah, fantastic header. Um, it was good football as well. Barry Bannon on the left, Marvin Johnson. He got forward and, and went on the overlap as well. I couldn't even believe my eyes. I mean, just on Marvin Johnson, this is why he's so frustrating in it because yeah. he was putting some apps you know what he couldn't even cross his legs let alone a ball in in that first lot in that first half to be fair quite a lot of the crosses were it must have been a an instruction to put it deep because every cross well they've they been for ages i know but, they, but there was nobody there nobody there to to pick it up like the ball's just going you know someone's having to run and pick the ball up from going out of play so it's either people aren't in the place where they need to be or the cross is too deep one or, one or two but like I said, that's how he's so frustrating. Everyone's like saying, fucking hell, it's crap. And then next minute he puts a cross in. All right, it's not quite on his head because he's had to go backwards to get it, but he's put a cross in and he gets another assist on his uh, on his CV, doesn't he, for, for a good bit. No, like I said, he's, he's got forward. He's got on the overlap. Nobody picked him up. Barry Barron slipped him in and and it's 2-0 and things are looking quite comfortable, aren't they? But Yeah, I think with when you talk about like with Johnson on the overlap, I think when we go into the playoffs, one thing I want to see is I do want to see our fullbacks be braver. I do I do think, like you say, when a lot of teams have pinned us back, we get pinned back because we're not we're not gonna be the team that takes the risk. Yeah. We let them pin us back. And I think we need to be a bit braver and say, right, Johnson, you're gonna run. You're gonna run into that space where he's pushed forward and put him on his back foot. And I think you, I think you've got to remember as well is when when you do that, you're asking the other team a question. It's Do you follow him? Yeah. Or do you ha- do you oh. follow him and drop back and we then get out? Or do you let him go and hope we don't find the pass and you carry on pressing? And you ask a few questions, but I think if you just sit and let us pin us back, 
you struggle to do anything. Do you know what I mean? Like we said, it then becomes very slow and pedestrian and stuff. So fingers crossed we can, because when they go forward, they are good, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Like they, you know, Johnson, if you give Johnson 20 minutes of a, of a game where you say you get forward. I thought you might say if you give him 20 crosses, he'll put one good one in. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, well in, in a 20 minute spell, he probably chucks 20 crosses in and only puts one good one in. But you know what I mean? But if you say for 20 minutes, half an hour, right, we're going to go at these. Let's get some crosses in. He's got the ability in 20 minutes to to pick a man out and, and get you a goal or, or create a really good chance and stuff. So I just want to see us be a bit brave with these fullback roles and not just be checking back when we receive the ball. And I think you're right. It's about being brave in it and it's about asking the questions of the other team rather than... It's playing to win, not playing to not lose. Yeah. I think and I think we one thing I would say about Darren Moore is... He has tried to learn from his mistakes. He's, you know, everyone's going to make mistakes. He's not chuffing Jose Mourinho. Yeah. I mean, even, even he makes mistakes and stuff. He is still relatively new in you know in in the in the grand scheme of things in management. You know, he's not he's not got 15, 20 years experience behind him like some of these managers have. So he's coming up against things for the first time, and obviously every season is different as well. So I, I think yeah, he, he look back at that that playoff game against Sunderland, especially they want to away from home and think, mm, could he have, I mean, it's a tough place to go. <laughs> you know, if there's any, any away game last season that you wouldn't like to go to, it was probably going to be Sunderland, yeah. stadium. Like, I mean, Adams Park would have been a, a difficult one as well playing Wickham, but you know, going there, the intimidation and I mean, no, that shouldn't really come into it, but he's probably thinking now, nah, look, I can't just, you know, play. I don't. I don't think he played for a draw. I don't think he's ever going to say that. But he could probably be a bit braver yeah. in trying to take a, a win or take an advantage. And even look, if you do that, and you you might actually come away with a draw. Do you know what I mean? It's not a given that just because you play for a win, you get a win. But there's more chance of you, you know, at least uh, not throwing it away. I'm just. I'm just having a look at. It. You know, he said about crosses. I'm just have a look at how many how many crosses. Uh, Marvin Johnson puts in because he's got to be up there. Surely it's funny because. Um, Second on the list for actually no top of the list. Gotta be Baz. Is Barry Bannon two point six crosses a game. Does that count corners though? I don't know. Doubt uh, it. Probably prob- not. Prob- it probably does actually. Marvin Johnson, thirteenth on the list out of out of how many people's on on here? Uh two hundred and eighty three players. I mean that, that's not that's just crosses. That could be anything. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have to actually uh not completed, yeah. Yeah, resulting in a goal or anything uh, anything like that. Um, but yeah, he's got seven assists to his name so far this season. How's that, how's that stack up, actually? Um, he's joint 15th on the list for assists this season, which is... which is uh, Not too bad. Barry Bannon's second on the list, by the way, 13 assists this Who's season. Who's top that Leaf? Leaf Davis, yeah, for Ipshite. <laughs> how much he got about one more than Baz 14 how much did they pay for him a million I don't, but, I don't know what yeah, I don't they bought, know bought him for a million that's what they keep you know, every, every time there's that stat on is it like player market or whatever that tweet it on, on Twitter about anything to do with Barry Bannon that's, that is the top of and Leaf Davis might be second all Ipswich fans start piling in just giving it Barry Bannon grief all the time I just, I just don't get it really when they paid a seven-figure sum for that for that player, that's not as good. How, how much were Barry Bannon? Oh yeah, on a free, frees and loans. <laughs> <laughs> um, third goal, hat trick from Hackle Smith. Okay. 
never thought I'd see it day. <laughs> and you were, I literally, I was sat, and when it came through with Smith, I was just waiting for a Twitter notification from Jake, <laughs> and it came through. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, again, that's another sixteen goals for the season in the league. I mean, has he got? He got at least two against Mansfield. Is he on? Is he on twenty yet? He can't be, can he? Well, for everything. For yeah, yeah, I think he's on. I think I'm sure someone said twenty-one for the whole twenty-one like, competitions. There we I go. Then that's our twenty. I don't, I don't know. That, I'm sure that's what they said on <clears throat> on the radio. Yeah, I'll have to check that or somewhere. But he's, de- he's definitely got sixteen goals yeah. in the league. Sealed his hat trick, and another goal that you know you'd perhaps think one-on-one. We've you don't see that often with our players, do you? No. Yeah, it was a brilliant pass and. Defender's got himself a bit muddled up, hasn't he? I think. Yeah, he could have dealt with it a lot better. But... Yeah, because when he goes to the ground, he kind of gets there. He looks like he's blocked it, intercepted the pass. It just seems to obviously don't get enough on it and it squirms through. And good bit of strength as well, I think, from Smith to push him down and make sure he's. Not... I think the positioning Smith's got him in, oh, he's got himself in, is better. Like you see it so many times where they are allowed to get older his shirt and somehow the ref doesn't see it, even though it's nearly off his head and whatever else. <laughs> yeah. He got that side of him where if he did bring him down, he it was going to be a red card, weren't it? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah he got um, him all ends up, and he really got strength, him. and then cool finish. One didn't re- yeah, it's a good, mate. It's a good finish to yeah. be fair, but the keeper didn't put much of a fight, did he? No, but again, there's no real reason oh, why yeah, he just keep slotted it. Stop just it. slotted it, didn't he? Yeah, and one on one, and he slotted it away. And as much as we've been giving Michael Smith a bit of shit, and I think rightly so for some of the chances he's been missing this season, you know, we call call it as it is, don't we? Just yeah, see, yeah. see how it's fit, how it fits. And um, yeah, when when he's put that so that way, going into these playoff games now, you've got a, a striker who you'd like to think he's got a bit of form, not only form, but a bit of confidence as well. And if you look, all right, two his right foot, one with his head. They weren't all the same goals. They weren't tappings either. You know, how many times have we said that the goals he scored are just you know deflections penalties or penalties? Or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, he scored a few headers, but now he scored a good header. Yeah, and like, he scored a good finish for his first. A and nice and he's little, done a nice little link up with Gregory for the. Yeah, and he's done a one-on-one. You know, he's, he's burst through, done the defender all ends up and everything. All right, he's probably going to come up against some more difficult defenders than than that, but. You know, he's not gone one on one and missed it. Do you know what I mean? He's put it away. He'll now, if he's if he gets put in that same situation again, or not only that, you've got to look at um, from a, a midfielder point of view, from you know Baz Volks, whoever else is playing in midfield. There must be an element sh- somewhere where you're not going to try that pass because they're not going to get there. If you know what I mean. So yeah. what's the point in trying? You're going to go wide because there's more chances, you know, scoring from across. Whereas now. They were thinking, well, we can do it. Yeah, you know, shown, I think he's shown that in the, assi- the couple of assists yeah. he's got for Gregory. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I know what you're saying. it doesn't yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. but if, if, it, if, if it perhaps did, it, it certainly shouldn't now, if you know what I mean. that the, the, the players all think, well, look, he's got that in his arsenal as well, you know, to, to go through the middle and, and go one-on-one and, and slot it in. Cause it's not... I mean, some of the players make it look really easy. I mean, the one I always go back to is uh, is it Lucas Joao against Brentford, hmm. where he kind of bursts through. He's got all the time in the world, and he just like bends it around the keeper from quite far out. In in their keeper, that keeper they've got now as well. I always look at. I know you look at old old video like old videos <laughs> on VHS, <laughs> old get tapes. That, get that ninety one League Cup final tape on love. <laughs> but no, when you watch like when videos from five, six, seven years ago and you see players who you kind of forget that played there. You're yeah. like, oh, fucking hell. 
like Bailey Peacock foul. That's is that new you goal in the snow. Yeah, and Bailey Peacock fouls in goal for Leeds, and you kind of forget about that or and stuff. Or is it um, Moses Adebayo scored an absolute screamer for? Who did he play for before? Like Leighton Orient or something like that. He scored one. At, I know. He scored a goal against Rotherham in in the like playoff final or something like that at Wembley. Absolute screamer. And at the time, you look what you're watching him. I five chuffing Lewis Grabben or whatever it were. <laughs> you're thinking, really? At least are these the same player? Can't be surely. Um, no, it it was just. I think it was just a good professional performance, weren't it, Jack? Really, in terms of you know we got the job done. We needed to win the game. We did it quite comfortably. It's another clean sheet. It's three goals. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, that's got to be surely joint most goals, my biggest away win margin at season with Morecambe. I don't think we've scored. Yeah, probably. had a bigger one. So you know, you're looking at your last away game at season. You've chucked three goals in, controlled the game. Whoever we play, I know. Obviously, we we are third. We can't finish anywhere at third. But I know Derby and Peterborough are going to be battling it out, aren't they, next week? Yeah. But I have one of them. You're going to think. God. I mean, you look at it as well, you know, going into these games, I know we've got Derby to come, but, and I know obviously we, we lost to Burton, but three goals against Accrington, two against Burton, two against Bristol Rovers, two against Exeter, three goals against Shrewsbury. We're talking about not finishing your chances. But when you look at that, that's a fair few goals well, that we've put in I the back that's why people it, have, it should, sorry, go on. No, I, was gonna say, I think that's why people are frustrated in the sense of, we're still scoring goals. We've just let daft goals in. Yeah, like three against Burton, yeah. And then, you know, we've scored two at Burton, but could have come off the pitch with five or six and not really had to work too hard to score five or six. And you think, how are we not winning these games? And you always look back and think, oh, you know, oh, they've got to score more when you don't win the game. If you win the game 3-0, but you could have put nine in, you don't really think about what you've missed. You think, well, job's done on it. But when you obviously... You're fair thinking, God, like, we need to score in the next 10 minutes to give ourselves half a chance and then someone has a great chance and blazes it over at bar. You, you remember it and you think, God, how's how he missed that? And then you start digging them all out. So When you look at that, though, Smith's had six shots, three on target. All three that they've hit the target have gone in the back of the net. So you can't look, ask for more than that. Not really. I mean, and we said about like ratios, didn't we, really? If, you, if half your shots are going on target, then I think that's... Well, it's better than what it has been before, hasn't it? Yeah. To be honest, um, I mean, Volks had two on target, Bannon had one, which he nearly took keep, yeah, keep his yeah, hands yeah. off, didn't he? Or if, or if he did not get his hands in there, he would have certainly took his head off anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think Challenge Smith's had is I think, I feel like he actually does it, do you know what I mean? Hits the target a fair amount. I just don't think he, he, he doesn't get on the end of enough chances in a yeah. game. Do you know what I mean? A lot of the time we'll find you'll come out of the game and think, where were, where, in an attacking, you know, sense of putting the ball away, you think, where was Smith then when that cross came in? Where is he? Yeah. He's not always been in the right place. So it tends to be, if he can get there, he tends to hit the target and right, yeah, it's a good save or it's a good block or he scores kind of thing. He doesn't miss the target criminally too often. The only one I can really remember is uh, that one against M MK Dons or something where he like, had half volley from about six yards out and put it up at bar. But I mean, he did miss a sitter, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. The, um, what one nil up at the, I think it was yeah it was first half wasn't it one nil up at the time and there's I mean I couldn't see jack shit I'll be perfectly honest all you see is ball well just people just in a bit of a melee it's only after when I've when I've had a look at it and it it falls for him what six yards out and at the time you're like thinking how oh, the fuck's that happened like what what the ball just ends up going miles wide and you're like yeah you, know, like, you just think oh 
<laughs> you know, he's gone for a goal kick. We've clearly had a shot somewhere mm-hmm. and it's not gone in. And then when you watch it back, yeah, he's about six yards out, slightly left of the goal, then he's put it wide of the, the right-hand post when it looked probably easier to to score, really. And um, But look, he redeemed himself, didn't he, with the, with well, the two we, goals we he scored in the second half. With the Shearer, right? It was easier to score than miss with Smith. But... Yeah, it would have been easier to get promoted than not get promoted from where we were. <laughs> <laughs> it would have, yeah. God, Christ, what a famous quote that'll be. One thing I want to say as well is the fans at the end were absolutely class. Uh, I know I said it on the debate show, mainly about the Derby game, really about, you know, well, fans don't boom and stuff like that. I know we won 3-0, which obviously does help massively, but... At the end, obviously, all the players came over. To be fair, they looked a bit reluctant to, which I, I, I kind of think they... I don't think they kind of knew what... What were coming. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It would be like, are, these, are we just going to come over and get a, a, you know, a torrent of abuse and stuff or whatever? But to be fair, they came over. And I bet the, Shrew- the Shrewsbury fans were probably thinking what's happening here because... Were they booing a lot, Shrewsbury fans? Because on the on thingy, it sounded like for the majority of the second half, some fans were booing somewhere. So it must have been their fans because it uh, weren't ours, were I it? I, I must admit, I didn't really notice it. I mean, like I said, we were quite vocal. I, I was sat on the front and there were these guys. You know when you've got like that concrete bit before, like between the stand and the, yeah, yeah. And the grass and what have you? And then there's like all the, the, the hoardings that obviously make that really lovely sound when you when you whack them and what have you so there were these guys in front that every two minutes they're over and boom boom back you know get getting a bit of atmosphere going which were which were class um but yeah like i said the <clears throat> the players they came over and i said the fans were class clapping them cheering it were weird it were like it was almost like you know that cheer when you get a corner mm-hmm. and it's like ah come on like that's what it was like and you know everyone would just yeah well, i think when the think... songs were singing out and everything and there's a if you if you if you go on Twitter, there's a I've retweeted uh, a post from Jem, the the Wednesday fan that always sits in the in the home end for the away game. She gets some brilliant videos and what and photos of the, the you know our, our away following and what have you. And there's some videos on there, and you can you know you can see what it's like. And well, I think I think, I think to be honest with you, I think it's good because the fans that went yesterday are the fans that are probably always there, yeah, singing and what have you. You know, some of the ones that. They were at Forest Green. Might not have, you know, or they've gone, oh, well, what's the point in going? Um, or I'm not going to get this, you know, some of them what? Like yeah. Liam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Part time. <laughs> I'm not going now. <laughs> Dead to me. <laughs> Did you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Which was probably a positive as well because, I mean, I don't know, I, I've put it in our group and whatever else. I think darren like he said himself he's changed his tack with the whole press conference and not looking well he started it the other week saying we're not talking about injuries yes and whatever else and he was saying about we can't look at what's been we've got to just look at what we can do going forward it's it's and i know it's like oh well that's fucking obvious and whatever else but it is such a good it, it you can't do anything and it's like right he said, obviously, he mentioned the runs and the records we've broken, whatever else. It's like they're there to be celebrated and the great achievements, but essentially it's not got us where we thought it would. And but he also said as well, which is good, is that the, those runs, they have got us where well, yeah. we are now. Like yeah, if we yeah, did not, yeah, If we yeah. did not add the 23-game unbeaten run, we wouldn't be sat third. We might have been sixth. Yeah. So like, you've got to look at it from that point of view as well, which, again, he's just trying to put a positive spin on it all, isn't he? Which... You want him to be positive, but realistic, I suppose, at the same time. And 
But you, but what for me it is, and even from the crowd doing that afterwards, it kind of it'll give the players. It's not you can't you can't have the players being ooh fucking know, we've got ninety six points if we win the last game and. I mean, some of the players... Sulking and whatever else, you've got to then go again. And I mean, I think the players did look, that the heads were down. And I think it was that kind of realisation. Obviously, it's now mathematically, you know, out of, you know, out of our hands. It is it, not getting automatics up until that point. There was a, you know, still a slim chance. And during a weird roundabout way, I think I'm glad that the, the bad run came when it did and it's not come now. Can you imagine... If we've had, you know, if we're losing to Exeter last week, we then lose to Shrewsbury yesterday, and then we're going into Derby game needing some points, to, you know, do you know what I mean? And then mm. we, at least we've kind of, as a fan base and what have you, perhaps not the players, or, or, or if they, if they are, they'll certainly not admit it. But we've come to realization that it's going to be the playoffs, and we've kind of got ourselves ready for the fact that it's going to be the playoffs. Whereas if it, if if we were in them autos up until like, you the know, last, last week. And then it, all of a sudden it's, you know, it's got, it's, it's gone right at the death. God, you, you, I'm gutted now. You'd be, I don't know what I'd be like if, you know, if we're going yeah. to Derby game and we don't win. And then that means that we don't go up and, and it gets, it gets totally like snatched out of your hands. So yeah, at least it's, at least it's done and dusted now and we can just. Well, I was just thinking that, I mean, hopefully the atmosphere should be, yeah, I mean, there's going to be some. There will be some some idiots that turn up and just boo them or jeer and stuff. But realistically, if you go next week, you've paid your money, you may as well turn up and try and think. If you all have the mindset, if I can just cheer them here, it's going to lift the spirits and get them through it. I mean, look, we could smash Derby 3. What what, what like confidence is that going to give us? That would be massive confidence. I mean, exactly. One, for might not, you know, everyone's like, oh, we don't beat Derby at, at Pride Park and this, that, and the other. Well, if we beat them, we might not have to play them. Well, and the thing is, we were saying we were just talking about this, and I know people have gone back to wherever they are, but in the last 15 10, years. 15 years, you've got to think pretty much every time we've played Derby, they have probably been a better side than us. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Well, I mean, how many, time, how many years did they get playoffs and not go up? in the championship exactly. while they were pushing for the playoffs and we were just a mid-table. And there's another thing about bo being a bogey side. Surely it only matters to the fans because that's the only constant, isn't it? In, in all those times, mm. the only constant is you being a fan of Sheffield Wednesday. The manager's different. The the vast majority of the players are different. Everything else, you know, everything else changes. Like how, can, how can not beating Derby? Michael Smith, for example... I mean, I don't know what his record is like against Derby. I'm sure he's played him a few times at Rotherham. But, you know, he's not going to go into that game. Michael Smith's probably a bad example. Will Volks, for, you know, he's probably played him quite a few times. Probably beat him quite a few times as well. He's not going to go in there thinking, oh, can hell, Sheffield Wednesday and beat these at Pride Park for God knows how many years. Unless we tell him. Yeah. If you don't know, it's just, a, it's just another, another team. Game, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, why... why People, it only matters. I said to the to the fans, and look, you know, I, I do get it. Like you're gonna go, oh, we never beat Derby at Pride Park. Every time I've gone with, and I've not seen us win, and yeah, you do think like that, but it shouldn't actually affect what the result's gonna be. Just like, you know, having a Berry's gonna crown and going to turn style one shouldn't really actually affect yeah. what the result is. Hey, by the way, I saw an away win. There you go. That's it. I've just realised, I know, but playoff second leg, but on a Saturday, we can do Berez crown and turn style one. <laughs> Fucking hell, Wembley. Que oh, sera, sera. Well, that's it, lads. <laughs> Book your hotels now. 
Now that's you know, it could have been a midweek one and we'd have been in trouble. Do you know what? All them people that booked their hotels like fucking months ago, they just well they're we say booked it months ago, they'd have probably booked it cancelled it. Thinking no, thinking it was Sunday like every fucker else, like well, me. Yeah, true. That's the point. I've yeah. looked I've looked back because I wanted to look. I thought I'm not just being stupid here. Like I said, I think it's seven I think the last seven years, bar the COVID season, it's been on a Sunday. League One playoff final. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense, does it? No. Surely it's got to be Championship, League One, League Two, or League, League two. two, League One. Oh, I'm saying that it's been on. It's what well, I think one of them might have been the Friday, or uh, it weren't the Monday. In short, it was before. It was before yeah. the Monday. I was like, for God's sake! I just know <laughs> it's never been a Monday since playoffs began. Well, it it was a Monday in COVID year, but it was like 15th of July because it was delayed. And someone said to me, Cardiff was the bank holiday Monday. Was it? I don't know. I can't remember. I didn't look. But I only how old were I? Where are I then? Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen years. Well, I was talking. It was funny because I was talking to someone about it yesterday. I was moaning, saying, "Oh, I've done this, that, and other." And last, I've looked at last however many years I've been on Sunday or whatever. And he went, "Well, Cardiff were." A, and I was like, "Cardiff were fucking however many years ago." I've seen the last seven years, not last twenty-five. <laughs> Liam's been to the library to get all books out to, <laughs> to, to check. Oh, dear. But anyway, <laughs> right. you can't, I'm just going on about this because if we don't, we've got to do it. But there we are. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, uh, let's talk about the three-word match review then. Um, but before that, I'll talk about Patreon. If you are enjoying it and you want to, to get more, then head over to patreon.com forward slash WTID pod and sign up to become a member. Uh, you get three extra episodes a week, access to the members' WhatsApp group, discount off the merchandise, uh, and all the episodes are ad free as well so do uh, do check that out and um yeah you can sign up annually which quite a few people have done which uh, gets you i think a 10 percent discount as well so the link is in the show notes and it's also on our twitter bio at wtrd pod uh, and that's where we're going to go now and just uh have a just, look at just these. to confirm there i'll be glad that i'm not going i obviously want us to go up and i'll happily miss it for us to go up <laughs> i'm missing it as well pal I, i'm i am good about i mean i could potentially get there but yeah, it's the logistically Obviously it's not really going to work. If we get there, that is. Yeah, we've been burnt by saying when, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. if. And when. Well, well, the football between now and then. Yeah. <laughs> that actually isn't. <laughs> I, know, I know there's not. Right, let's uh, let's read some of these three word match reviews. Max says, "But let's have it." Um, Pennsylvania Owls, great but deflated. Um, Andy Marshall, season starts now. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose it. The season starts after the Derby game. Two, potentially three cup finals. Um, Richard Caldwell, yeah, I agree with this one. Good away performance. Um, Jack Duna, too bloody late. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, in a way, but... One thing we haven't mentioned, which James Vernon mentioned, keep the pink, pink away shirt. Got, got, no, I'm not saying keep the pink, but we wore the pink shirt mm. for the first time in... Uh, yeah. Not a fan now. I never minded it, mate. I, thought it was oh, I, I like the shirt. You know, I don't mind the shirt itself. I do like that but, yellow one, though. But the yellow one's good in it. And we've got best away. What have we? Best away? Yeah, best most away form. wins. Well, best away form, is uh, it best I away think form? It, I think Ipswich are just slightly... They're, just, they're just, a point better just away. Just picked yeah. us. Oh. Slightly better. But, but no, it was weird that, you know, coming out... Of the, obviously, we knew beforehand that they were going to wear the pink shirt. But, I mean, when, in, in the 90s, we played Newcastle. And we had that... We had the... Sanderson kit is like a fourth kit that we had, didn't we? The white is it white? Was it white and got like white something, and something like that? Didn't we have? I don't know why. We, was it was it that one? The fourth kit? There's there's some kit that is like literally about three in the world or something ridiculous. You know, people call it the Holy Grail. Yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. That, don't they? Um, but that that was a kit that we had with the award. I think I'm sure it's just for one game. weren't they weren't they one where? Didn't we wear a there's a, I'm sure there's a game where we wore Bolton away kit, yellow away kit at their ground because our, our kit clashed with them. Not a clue. I can't remember, mate. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure people are going to be listening now, just telling you exactly what the date is. They probably got the shirt in the in the in the collection or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's saying keep keep the pink. Um, just just rascal. He's put D flat. Deflated in three in three words. Um, the exile returned to form. What else we got? Paul Burton. They were toss. I mean, they've got a lot. They had a lot of injuries, didn't they? To be fair, I'll read a couple more out. Um, <laughs> ben Store. Funny, isn't it, that when we play bad and we've got a lot of injuries, it don't come into contention. But when when the opposite team's got a lot of injuries it's always like oh. we expect to hammer him or it's oh well we scored three but they had loads of injuries so <laughs> yeah we didn't play very well no I'm not saying that do you get what I mean I know what you mean yeah yeah um, Ben Stores put always interesting comments yeah get in the comments on uh, on this there's some uh, there's some good ones I'll finish on this one Robbo I've already been singing it K Sarah Sarah yeah fingers crossed we are at Wembley um one person I want to want to talk about, kind of touched on me a, li a little bit, Michael Ahekwa. I thought his performance were absolutely solid. Um, didn't put a foot wrong. Three tackles, two clearances, six aerial duels as well. He just looked so composed on the ball when he when he picked the ball up. He didn't he didn't panic at any point. And I think a few people said Dominic Iofa kind of came into his own. And it's it's just, you know no surprise that you know when he's had. Yeah, quite at the side of him. Maybe he has got that bit of extra well, confidence. You know, I've I've been sticking up for Dom on the on the you know on the on the whole really. Because other than you know the first couple of games, he made a couple of mistakes and whatever else. But you think in that good run where he has played a lot, it was McGuinness with a Hecker at the other side and Dom maybe, and it it, it might be him that makes the mistakes, but. And we say, oh, his positioning good, his positioning that. But if your pal next year ain't doing what he should be doing, you're going to have to make a decision to come out of position or cover the ground that your mate's not fucking doing. And if he's playing well in middle, then, you know, you look at you look at any team over the years, 
that have been good defensively, even good teams, you know, your Ferdinand and Vidic, your whoever and whoever. It's, I mean, look at look at Arsenal now. They've lost Saliba. They've got, and what's happened? Who have yeah. they had all season? Gabriel and Saliba next to each other. Holding's come in, and what's happened? The shipping goals. They look crap defensively. It's not yeah. just Wednesday. Yeah. And, you know, good players make other players. Why why are we missing? Why, why don't we field players well when George Byers isn't there? Mass last season made a difference, made other players play better. Yeah. But, oh, he's made a mistake, so I'm going to fucking annihilate him. It is, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it is a question. It's going to drop this one on you then. All fit, based on what you've seen so far this season, who would you be your defensive? I want to say five, but you can give me just three if you if you want. Come to you, Jack, on, on that one. Who, who would you play? Oh, we, sorry, we, all fit. Yeah, if all, all oh, fit. Oh, sorry, sorry. All fit. Based on what you've seen of them so far this season, who would... Johnson, Fumewo... Oh, we're not counting McGuinness, are we? No. No. Johnson, Fumewo, oh, right, Flynn, Ehequa, Palmer. That'd be my best back five. Ooh. Yeah, because obviously, you know, maybe James for Fumewo. Ehequa's come on to replace Flynn, obviously, both on both occasions. Or they've not... They have, I don't think he came on to replace Flynn against... Um, Exeter. No, Dennis came on, didn't he? But they weren't on the pitch at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, we haven't seen them two play together, have we? Because Equa got injured. It's been McGuinness and Equa, but it's never been Flint and Equa. So, Do you know what? And I don't know. All seasons are because we've only brought other people in to cover other people, if that makes sense. Well, Flint hasn't been great. I mean, James, we were singing James's praises all season. Yeah, I've been a bit harsh on James, maybe just because I'm annoyed at how often he gets injured. But <laughs> maybe James, but I do like, I don't mind for Maywell, me. I think he's a... I'd have, I think I'd have James in there. Uh, but it's hard now. I think going, what do you think going going forward? As well, it was, or... as, play, as we've got. Um, I don't know. I do prefer, I do prefer Palmer on that. Right wing back role. I just think he. He's but just, who are we, we putting in instead? Are you going to put? I mean, and you could have Equa, Flint, and, and Iofa, Really, yeah. Um, yeah. As you, Equa can play left centre half. He did that at the start of the season. Flint's there for you. Just your, your like your strength and in the box. Yeah, I know we've criticised him for that header against Burton, but on the whole, he does he does win tend to deal yeah. and win every header. Um, in the opposite box, I think you need to, we need to work on that a little bit in terms of you know I'd like to think he should should have perhaps scored at least one or two goals this season. Well, I would say when you talk about that, that is you look at that side. I mean, that's the only thing I think I would say we have been really bad at all year is corners and set pieces. We yeah. have been abysmal. How many have we scored? I, I think mean, I don't think to be honest with you, I think free kicks have been all right. Then ones on the edge of the box. Yeah, where you kind of clip him, they're not bad. But oh, corners. corners. Yeah. I mean, I know we scored a a two at Morecambe, and obviously, I know McGuinness scored one, but I can't recall many were corners. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the amount of corners that we've scored. Sorry, not corners. Set piece goals. Yeah, well, I think like you said them free kicks are going to boost this stat up. I think thirteenth. We are no, we're not thirteenth. We scored thirteen. Uh, set pieces the way that stacks up against everyone else Ipswich 26 goals from set pieces mm. I mean they scored 99 goals altogether. to be fair you look at the um, the set piece XG as well 
were well down. Um, 10 point eight, round, look, we, we should have scored 11 goals. We've scored 13. But you got to think as well, some of them set peak, that's going to have Windass's free kick in there. You know, and I think if you actually could be bothered to go through all that and break it down, I think there's only three corner goals. I mean, the, the worst is, is Cheltenham with six. The best is 26. Second is Barnsley with 21, 21, 20, 16. So it's, it's it's average, I think is what I'm going to say. But when you want to get out of the league... You need to be better than average. You need to be, yeah, over average, don't you, really? Yeah. Um, and I do agree when you have when you look at the amount of uh, like chances that we've... Well, the amount of times we've been on top. And of, I, don't, I don't know how many corners we've had, but it's probably going to well, be mate, more than most teams. In some games we've had fucking loads. Yeah, like eight or nine. And you think, you know, to not... I mean, the amount of shots that we have... He says he 175 shots. Oxford, incidentally, have had the most. 222 shots they've had from set pieces. Um, and yeah, we've, we've just not really capitalised. And, and I think, yeah, it's just goals from defence as well. It's not really been... I know Palmer's got a few, but he's got them from his... That Open wing play a lot that, of them, they? That yeah. wing-back role, whereas, yeah, we're just not really that threatening, to be honest. Might as well just play them all short. Let's <laughs> get them on edge of box and... See what we can do. Yeah, thunder bastard. To be fair, Flynn has got himself in positions. He just fucking missed them missed all. Missed them all. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. look at his... I'll be haunted by He scored six one. or seven for Cardiff the other year or something. Yeah. Is that like when he went back as well? When he got injured for us, <laughs> went back, got fit, and then scored those goals. But anyway... Um, I just want to talk about, you know, Byers, Wilkes and Fumewo, they've all been confirmed as being out for the season. Well, Wilkes and Fumewo, absolute 100%. Byers, he said, could be training in a couple of weeks, but you look at when the season finishes and, yeah, he's not really going to play at all in any, you know, in any kind of fashion, to be honest. How much of a blow is that? I think we kind of... Well, Byers, I mean, obviously, if you use your common sense, it's even like, you know... Yeah, he just um, disappeared, didn't he? <laughs> and the Quite a lot of people getting hung up on the fact that they were 50-50 before no, The thing is, right, and I was—I I really wanted to comment on this, but I couldn't be asked with probably abuse that I was going to get. It's not just Darren Moore. The player himself probably has a say in it. He might think, and and there's certain things like when he's with his foot injury in the year when it kept flaring up, people think different injuries, you react differently. It's not just a thing of, this is going to take six weeks to heal and then he'll suddenly magically be okay and he'll be playing every week. It's not as simple as that. Like I said, the player himself might, might, might be saying, I don't want you to say that I'm out for the rest of the season because I want to give it every chance. And it might. But how many times have you had something that hurts a bit and then you think, oh, I'll be all right. And then it, then it's worse. Yeah, I do mean, you know what I mean? Like you, so you you were all right, and then you've tried to do something you shouldn't have, and then now it's, you've you, now you've really shit yourself. Do you it's like, mean? oh, I mean, I, I've I've fucked my shoulder, like, and it's only just got better now after eighteen months. But when I first went to doctors about it, they did some physio, and physio went, oh yeah, in about a month you'll be fine. Eighteen months later, it was it's only just got better. So which physio did you, that one at? Um... At Wednesday training ground, did you go to? Yeah, you're he he in red zone. You can't play. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not just it's not just the manager. And the thing is, fifty-fifty. If he, if he, you know, they think, oh, they might have, uh, they might react well, and he might be back, and then he hasn't. He's gone out. He's trained, and then it's not reacted well, and he's got. I mean, it could also be mind games as well for the other. Yeah, but the thing is, anyway. like I say, every everyone's saying it's the club, it's the manager, it's that. The player has, has got to have a say in it as well. 
Yeah. He might not have wanted him to say I'm out for, he's out for the season. Who knows? But now it's all it's all the Dan manager. Moore, Dan Moore's fault. Do you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. Obviously, Wilkes, I think Wilkes and Fameiwa was, you know, it's gutting that, to be honest. I thought the little bits that we had seen of Wilkes recently was showing that we might have something different. And that's exactly else that's and, exactly he's, he's a bit different to what we've currently got. And so. it's a shame, it's a real shame about him, really, isn't it? Um, I think it's we've all, everyone talks, aren't they? Like, oh, why do we not take a gamble? Why are these players, you know, why are we with the club that never take the gamble on these players? Wilkes has scored a lot of goals in this division, and we've we well, have last, took the gamble, haven't we? We've all said, well, well, we won't get him. We'll try I think, it. I think last time out in this league with nineteen goals, endless assists, high, high, high teams. To nearly, yeah. no, I don't know about assists. It might be ten, like yeah. low, nearly ten, yeah, you know, seven yeah. to ten or whatever. But that's what nearly well, thirty goal contributions. Fourteen is the most assists. Yeah. So, so um, you know, we've we've took a gamble there, and it's. It's not paid off. So, you know, when people say, oh, the club, why are we never the team up? You know, imagine if he'd have chucked 20 goals in this season. He said, Christ, great bit of business, but they don't all pay off. And he has been unlucky with injuries and, and stuff. And I don't know, it's just one of them things, isn't it? It happens, you know. It's might... just a shame, like, say, for the next few games, the way that he came out, even at Oxford and uh, what game was it? I where he came off at half time. I can't remember. Whatever game that was, I thought he was the best player on the pitch at half time, personally. Um, oh yeah, quite recently got in, Lincoln at home. That's that. It was he's not played since. Yeah, yeah, has that's it? what I mean. And it was like it's no, just a shame. Couldn't, it? It's just a shame that we've not got that option. But it is what it is, and we just have to get on with it, don't we? Yeah. Um, also, at this point, we know we talk about next game. I'm not really. Gonna, it's dead rubber. I'm not really going to talk much about it. Obviously, we'll do the prediction right at the end. But we're going to talk a little bit about playoffs, really, because that's obviously what's going to be coming up next. Um, do we rest players then ahead of Derby? I know we talked about this on the debate show, but obviously, you know, there was still a, a slim chance and everything. Now we know it is playoffs. It is a dead rubber on Sunday. Is it dinner time kickoff, 12 o'clock? I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Are we resting players or I, not? Not to start. I think the idea of resting players is in I would start a strong team. I would go out, try and look to. Because do if it wasn't Derby that we could potentially play, say we were playing Lincoln. What do you mean? Someone, do you know what I mean? I'd yeah. be thinking maybe rotate a bit, whatever. But I think there's such a a mind game you can play here. Do you know what I mean? A, a mental battle of if we rest our players and they c- come to us and do us 4-0, everyone's going to fucking shit themselves. And I think, oh my God. And they will remove the fact that we've got a, a rested team out and think, well, we've, we've just kind of lost the first battle for me. Well, the way it stands at the moment, Derby are on 76 points, Bolton are on 78, uh, and Peterborough on 74. So there's, there's two points either way. A win for Derby and a Bolton defeat means that we don't play and we'll, we'll be playing Bolton. Um, if Derby lose and Peterborough win, then we're playing Peterborough instead. Um, if if Peterborough don't win their game, irrespective of what Derby do, I suppose. Well, yeah. If 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 you know, if Derby win and Bolton lose, it's different. But you know, we'll, we'll be playing Derby. So it's one of those where, yeah, there's a massive incentive for us to go out and stop Derby from getting in the playoffs. And you, and you can talk about the mental thing. Can you imagine that at the end? If results have gone the way at the end of the season, at the end of the game. Derby players are just all deflated, and that surely must give us, as players and the fans as well, because we hate, we all hate Derby, don't we? Like a massive, a massive boost. I mean, yeah. look, I'm not going to go out. You know, we're not going to 
take risks or anything like that just to just to try and beat them because it doesn't ultimately doesn't really mean anything but if we can give them a good game you know if, if they only score because we suddenly take Barry Bannon off and all these other players off you know what I mean and, yeah. then, and then they score then it's like well you only scored because we took all players <laughs> off yeah exactly <laughs> and that's what, that's the way subs, I think yeah. to go put a strong team out Try and have a good first half, yeah, sixty minutes, and then bring him off. And then, and the other thing is, well, I know ultimately the end goal is the playoffs and everything. And it doesn't really matter what happens in this game. But it's a full house as well. Do you, yeah, I mean? you don't want to just yeah. It's people have paid the money. You can't just it'd be massive kids out and go. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, the thing is as well, we're saying it's all about momentum and keeping. You want to keep it ticking. You truck a you truck a load of kids out and we lose. Yeah, I know. I know people have said like oh, that's not going to matter because. It's not the same team, but I think it will because we can't make 11 changes. We, we haven't got the players to make 11 changes. We can't put a, a totally different side out there. And they're all first team players. You know, they're still all trained. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going it's, to... Think, I think you're right. It's psychologically, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. I think put a strong team out, try and get the job done, take them off. I just You keep that, you, keep that, you know, like I keep saying and... You know, some people might come to me and say it's an excuse, but it's not the team that's there now is made a bit makeshift because yeah. people are coming back and they've just come back and they've not been doing it. And we need to just get as much positivity, positivity and momentum and all that jazz. And, and look, Smith's got, just got off the back of scoring a hat trick. Yeah, exactly. Well, if let he gets a brace, let him or go or out even and... one goal. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. He's going to go into the playoffs then like a dog with two dicks and yeah, he's yeah. going to think, like, I am the man. Like, just give me the ball and I'll score a goal. Like, you know, hey, talk, talk of that. I looked, you know, we keep talking about Johnson Clark Harris. He keeps popping up. He's been pipped, Anna, for leading goal scorer. Oh, has he? Yeah, Chaplin. Connor Chaplin. Yeah. He scored, I think he scored something ridiculous like, 10 goals in eight games or something. Absolutely mental. I've come from absolutely nowhere. And Clark Harris is kind of a bit of a stumbling block at the moment. And he's not scored in, well, he's only scored a few in his recent games. Probably why Peter <laughs> Like a uh, bit like, what did you call him yesterday? <laughs> What's he called? Brentford manager. He was saying, what, I wonder what Tony would do if you put him in a top six team or top four team. <laughs> a yeah. bit like, uh, <laughs> a bit like Clark Harris. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, Right then, let's have a prediction then for Derby. Did anyone get out last week? Do you week? know what? I was there yesterday thinking, oh, I've got a point on board. I had 3 0. I had 3 1, didn't I? I've just oh, loved it. I've been sat there and he just put my point on Tally Short. And what did we all have? Man, I can't remember what he all picked. You two had 2 1. Mm. Mapping Yard Smith first, to be fair. Well, hey, look at the. Don't, look, just, don't get just, well. just like for 93 points, not don't promotion, count, is it? Don't yeah. count unless you get a score, right? <laughs> Counts for no one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I three one, so I was ready for. I was ready there with pen thinking. Oh, here we go. Between us, then, well, we didn't actually. We've done way. We've done sod all. <laughs> we had no faith. We didn't know. Didn't know Eki were going to be back in. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know Smith were going to bang that trick in, did I? No, Liam did clearly. Oh, right, but you right, got Paso first. Oh well, that's your first mistake. <laughs> right, I'm going to go Derby. We are going to beat them. It's going to be three two. Three two. Oh, it's an absolute Yeah, it's gonna be end to end, isn't it? Masterclass on final day. But do you know what? Do you know what'll be funny as well? No, actually it's gonna it's gonna be two two. Or we'll be winning two one. That's it's we're winning two one. And then Peter they're gonna need to win. So they throw every, you know, kitchen sink forward. And then 
You don't get any extra points for this, by the way, by doing story time. No <laughs> game's going to play. Mappin's it. story time. <laughs> Derby at home. Just the fourth minute. By Audible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what? Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> People are now going to be wondering, what's his story? And you're not even going to be able to hear it. They're going to need a winner, and we're going to go and pip him and get winner. Yeah, just like that. That's exactly. Good old Jacqueline goal. <laughs> Wild Smith own goal. What receptions... Well, I'm not going to ask about Nathaniel Mendes Lang because he's going to get an absolutely horrific reception. Smith, I don't think Wildsmith should get a bad reception. He got a bad reception at Pride Park, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did a little well, bit. Anyone, yeah. fucking anyone. So, anyone who plays for us gets a bad reception, but... No, I There's think no. He, he'll come out and obviously it'll be his first time at Hillsborough won it since he's left. I think he should get a, a bit of a... Yeah, he's not, he's not decent. Yeah, he should get I'd a decent like reception. If, if we're going to not... If, if Derby getting knocked out at playoffs, we should give Mendes Lang a bad reception for not tracking back against Sunderland. <laughs> he's easy to get heckled all the way through. And I know, but I don't want to give it big until... I mean, he, they make yeah. it into playoffs and then it comes back to fucking biters. And what, he like, bites, what, like... Sunderland did over week over yeah. last year. Can't be dealing with that. Do you mean like uh, Foggate? <laughs> just nah, just can't be dealing with that. And us saying that it'd be biggest fuck up in the world. Uh, when Knockout used to have a real fucking problem with us. Oh, we used to score in front of cop and used to like run like behind goal and run length at cop like shushing and really giving it bigger than I have no idea why. But he used to fucking hate, to him. hate us. Anyway, oh, well. Go anyway. On, three two mapping. Who's first? Three two. Uh, I'm going to go Smith again. Huh? Matt, he's he's absolute machine. <laughs> Jack uh, I'll have 1-1 one, one. Gregory oh I can't spell with him um, <laughs> no points to spell him <laughs> it's not a countdown is it no <laughs> I'm going 3-1 again 3-1 again Pato McGoldrick McGoldrick no Goldrick McGoldrout <laughs> well, <laughs> they all got faced on didn't they Derby fans because he didn't get in team at, team at season but it scored all his how many hat tricks did he to have to be fair he scored, he scored a lot of goals and he's obviously quite good for this league I'm not but whatever <laughs> <laughs> not bothered right yeah he scored a lot of hat tricks yeah right I'm going to wrap things up uh, massive thanks everyone for listening do really appreciate it we'll be uh, obviously next one it's going to be Tuesday isn't it because it's uh, playing on the Sunday so we're recording on Monday, I do believe. Can't do it yeah. Sunday night, can we? Because well, so. no, I'll be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to be fair, people might want to listen to that one. The pissed, <laughs> pissed podcast. Win or lose, we're on the beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it'll be, uh, yeah, not, it won't be next one. It's bank holiday anyway, so you'll be. we'll be back on. We'll keep you informed. <laughs> we'll be back on Tuesday, yes. So uh, do listen to that. But you can also listen to um, the debate show midweek on wednesday so do join us on twitter wednesday at eight o'clock we'll get get involved for that one um i'll also be doing a a little playoff special as well like i did the kind of promotion race i'll be doing a, a playoff special involving the three other teams that are in the playoffs whether that's going to be you know derby bolton or peterborough one of the two of those three and of course barnsley so yeah that'll be a week on Wednesday as well. So yeah, thank you very much. We're going to just record extra time. So head over to Patreon if you want to listen to that one. And yeah, we'll see you all next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. 
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.